It is the fun and fuck employment files, you goddamn assholes. Eh, we'll fix that. We'll fix that in post. We went a little bit loud. So what? Um, it is uh, your benevolent. Oh, I forgot to turn off my. <laughs> forgot to turn off my notifications. There. It's your benevolent host, uh, the Prince of Podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller, the Valentine of the Valley, Dutch. That's Along with the vanilla gorilla, <laughs> the white Samoan, <laughs> Chucky Tater Sacks, the Duke of Discourse, Marquis de Malcontent. The Marquis de Malcontent. We are here on a Saturday. It's still morning, right? Uh, nope, not afternoon. morning anymore. It's afternoon. Yeah. Uh, listen to some Brian Adams. It was a consensus. We yeah, were, we were like, you mentioned it, and I was like, well, of course we're going to open the show with Brian Adams today. Why wouldn't we? It's Brian Adams. I had I was playing, uh, the reason it came up, everyone out there, it's not interesting, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, I was at work, and over our loudspeaker, I can, we can play our own music, so I played Heaven by Brian Adams, one of the greatest fucking songs ever recorded. Oh! About <laughs> With one of the worst videos ever, though. Absolutely. <laughs> but he's. Uh, but somebody said, "What is this?" And I said, "I looked at him and said, what? I said, go fuck yourself. Go, go in the bathroom right now and take a fucking steak and fuck yourself with yeah, it. Yeah, thaw it out. Don't even thaw it out. No, <laughs> you don't. You deserve, deserve a- an ice cold." Fucking steak and Not even a good cut Get a, get a fucking chop steak And <laughs> shove it in there You fucking vagabond I'm gonna have to turn off My notifications <laughs> I, I just realized Excuse me While I kiss this guy <laughs> No it was uh, No and then we had The debate before the top of the show um, I, I'm using a radio term there <laughs> About uh, Brian Adams' age before we started rolling, yeah. <laughs> before we were, uh, before we went pro, yeah. And uh, he was in '69. He would have been ten years old. Ten years old, yeah. Yeah. We were thinking he was only like four, but no, he's he's damn near sixty. He's fifty-six. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought he was older than that. I can see how one one would think that he's he could be older than that. He I thought he was going to be like he does have an Edward James almost uh, type skin. He does. He does. Looks like a uh, looks like a football with all the little uh, pores. <laughs> you know, he looks like he looks like a miniaturized version of. Uh, did you ever see Cobra? Yeah. You know that villain. Yeah. He looks exactly like he, that. He guy. looks like uh, Two Face if both sides were fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. We're praising his music and tearing him down all. Oh, well, you know, it's a compliment sandwich. <laughs> your music's great. You look like hell. You're 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 uh, younger than we thought you were. Stewie employed the compliment sandwich, didn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, he had some great tunes though. I don't give a flying fuck about his uh, terrible acne. Well, of course, every one of his songs has an ad in front of it. Because yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's got to get that paper. <laughs> Great song. This Run great to you. Song. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Got that flanger effect on the it guitar does. there. The dramatic boom. Yeah, that's what I like about 80s music. Everything was melodrama. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was like they were all with the eighth grade, you know, and they were falling yeah. in love with their, fr- with their real first girlfriend, yeah. and yeah. everything was crazy and they're going to take on the world and they're get, they they don't care if they die together and all that stuff when two weeks later they're going to be broken up. No, yeah, they're not even going to... I don't even like her. I 
never like you, bitch. Here's your here's your ring back. <laughs> Here, take my science pin back, <laughs> or give me my science pin back. Ah, <laughs> uh. this got a terrible video too. Oh, it's, it's absolutely brutal. Misty, fucking. They're sand. I don't like that hi hat. Hear that hi hat? What is the quality of that light that they always play? You know the stage it's really dim, dark, but it's yeah, bright at the yeah, same time. It's <laughs> really weird. It's like this weird thing that's happening. It was all. It was in all the heavy metal videos. Yeah. Well, the heavy metal videos. It was like, <laughs> I think Patton Oswalt said it's like they're in a factory that only makes sparks. <laughs> Or a dude ranch <laughs> miles away from any women. <laughs> I always, from where I used to work at a welding shop, there were sparks going all the time. I was like, I feel like I'm in a heavy metal video. I want to tease my hair up and come out with my guitar and ripping a very self-serving solo on You should have done that. Come out. <laughs> like right before they canned you, like <laughs> sneaking a fog machine and yeah. kick down the door. <laughs> what a fun time. What else? Uh, Brian Adams kind of You know what I'm going to find heaven Heaven needs to be found There it is You cocksucker But there's an ad Before it too No Awesome I've seen that video So many times That I knew exactly What it was Well this guy's Taking a DUI test At the side of the road <laughs> Is this really The video for it Yeah Really Yeah Maybe I've never seen The video for this Piece of shit Oh absolutely Yeah Listen to this That girl is just Stuck with that Corny guy. Well, he's in front of like hundreds of millions of people. But he, all he can think about is her. Yeah. And he's got the, uh, he's not playing guitar on this one. He's got the mic in his hand. He, he's noticeably wearing the white tee with the blue jeans. Looks a bit like Dennis Leary. Yeah. That, 80, was, that 80s guy look. Yeah. Like, if he was just saying um, other people's jokes. Is that Gary really Oldman? Be, I don't think so. <laughs> If it is, that's the most awesome oh, thing ever. It really looks like him. Like a young Gary Oldman. Well, Gary Oldman sort of looks like everybody, though. Oh, yeah. Tonight, Brian Adams. Oh, so she's going to go at in the there. At the Stanley. After, after, her, uh, <laughs> after her beau gets arrested for drunken driving. <laughs> she seems to be perfectly sober. How could she let him do this? Well, I think what happened is, if that is Gary Oldman, he was actually drunk. Oh, of course he was. And then they were rec- recording they it. They just recorded it. Like, yeah. No, let's just go with this. This is real life. I mean, <laughs> since he's going to be gone, we're not going to be able to... <laughs> Really? And Gary Oldman probably said, no, I'm fine with it. Yeah. That's cool. As long as I get paid. How'd she hit up? Like, like you can just walk into a Brian Adams concert in 1986. That bitch was sold out three months in advance. Just push into the front of the crowd. And all the other people are partying because they know how important she is. She's the female Moses. <laughs> Moses is the one that did that, right? Yeah, who cares? Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So he was the 80s version of Bieber, right? No. No. Because... He's like, who's like a new rock guy that... Or not new rock guy, but like maybe 90s to early... Right. Rock guy that did this. And, and we... I, wanted I mean, to, besides me, but I'm talking about somebody famous. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to bring up that still in the 80s, there was that romantic thing where a guy could just him and his guitar and become a star. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. In like, the 80s, you could, you could not be super attractive... And uh, well, still become a, radio a star. was still the medium, so it, yeah. that w- what was most important. Videos. I mean, Christopher Cross would never become famous today. No, he would not. The That's bug- a goddamn shame. That man had a voice of an angel. <laughs> he did. Sail <laughs> away. That's a great fucking song. Uh, fucking uh, Michael Sailing. McDonald. Michael McDonald would never stand a chance. No, he wouldn't. Not even if he had the assembled Doobie Brothers. The Brothers of Doobie. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm going to be there. <laughs> Y'all going to kill myself. <laughs> if, I, if I hear I'm going to be there one more time, I'm going to blow my brains out in the middle of this fucking store. <laughs> oh, here comes the self-serving solo. Mm. I wonder hit, who that guy is. Hit that though. whammy bar. Hit the whammy bar. <laughs> Have you, did you notice though that they had really long drum fills in the air? Yeah, they did. It was all ostentation, you know. It was a lot of, like I said, melodrama is overdone, but it was so magical. Yeah, it was the best. Yeah, and that continued into the nineties. Oh yeah, like hair metal. Yeah, this is hair. This is basically hair metal. It's a it's a power ballad. Yeah, it's it's hair metal, but um. Hair metal took themselves too seriously whenever they did the power ballad, but then they'd have the party songs where they're not taking them seriously. Oh yeah, seriously yeah. At all. Like, Poison. Ugh. And actually, 
I despise as much as I despised hair metal, and I really did. I've come to like it, and seeing the old interviews with people, one of the one of the most honest and funny guys from that era is uh, the drummer from Poison, Ricky Rocket. Yeah, and he stood up to drum. It was weird. It was yeah. really weird. But he was just like, he said, "Listen, man." He he said, "I know it was goofy. We knew it was goofy. We were fucking around." Yeah. But but he said, sometimes people take themselves way too seriously, and this is. Something it was a, that's it not was a serious. pushback to the stuff because in the well, in the seventies they didn't really take themselves way too seriously. And some people did, I'm sure, like Zeppelin and maybe Neil Young. But then you had also had disco. Well, then but then had punk. But, but then punk came punk along. did take the but they didn't take themselves seriously. No, I, mean, no, I remember the Sex Pistols did a tour literally of places where people would hate them, and they showed up for every fucking gig and got that, in a fight. I do that every accidentally. Fucking night. <laughs> I did that accidentally. Apparently. <laughs> It's going to be great. Wait. No, it's Boo! not. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Terrible. Boo! Your parents should have never met. <laughs> yeah. Good God. Boy, it really cut like a knife. <laughs> there was a... <laughs> oh, and then, then Brian Adams did this abortion. Oh, God. What is it? Don Juan DeMarco. <laughs> yeah. With Sting and Rod Stewart. I'm not wearing your tights. And they they do the talking beforehand. And yeah, Brian Adams actually looks kind of handsome in this. He's not a bad looking guy, man. Except for the craters. Well, <laughs> some guys that makes him look more distinguished. Of course, of course, that's a time limit. Once you get older, that's not going to fly anymore. When you're young, it's all right. <laughs> Fucking Rod Stewart's an hour late. Of course, he is that diva. You were wearing white, so I come in black. Just do the song, guys. I didn't know all this. I didn't know all this shit was before. It's like the <laughs> yeah, Rod Stewart for being uh, uh, the silly, jokey guy that he can be. He had some great tunes too. Yeah, he did. We make fun of him, but. <laughs> oh, they're making fun of themselves now. Sing it. You know what? It is a good song. I just don't. Wait, like, that is a good song. I just don't like uh, when trios sing together. It's like the Mel Wilson Phillips. This is from the Three Musketeers. Yeah, Three Musketeers. And that was a horrible fucking movie. Even though it had Chris O'Donnell, <laughs> he was in one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Bad, bad love. Oh yeah. <laughs> with Drew Barrymore. It was so fucking bad. But that's a great song. I'd forgotten about it. Good call. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, now that I look back. You know, those two are two sides of the same coin. Rod Stewart and Brian Adams. They kind of have similar voices. They do. Very gravelly. And, uh, I think that uh, Brian Oh God. But <laughs> Turn down more pussy than we'll ever fucking see. Let's make it all Of course, it's all for one and all for love because it's the one you hold, be the one you want. <laughs> Dude, I'd have wrote this song when I was 17. I don't know what I'm complaining about. <laughs> no, I like this song. Yeah, okay. it's pretty good. The, but the, the one from the, Don, Don Juan DeMarco is a oh, it's hot it's, garbage, Oh, right? it's fucking awful. It's completely awful. What's the name of it? Uh, uh, have you ever really, really, oh, really God. ever? It was so fucking bad. Tell me, have you ever really? It was really, like that really... had that Spanish guitar, which I despise, by the way. Oh, yeah, I do too. I, oh, Fuck I Spain. It. You know what? Fuck Spain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like pre-Mexico. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, Mexico. It, it doesn't really even matter. It's like, like he gave us Mexico. Yeah. You mm. you made a, an entire group of indigenous people speak your language. <laughs> <laughs> After they invited you in and give you a bunch of shit, then you just kill all of them. Hey, wait. That's the United States, too. <laughs> What's the fucking, uh, have you? Have you ever really loved a woman? Right. <laughs> God, this is one of those shows, isn't it? Yeah, where we're just going to keep playing stuff. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, That's good. Know, if people don't like it, uh, we're not forcing anybody to to listen. No. Imagine if we had very few of them actually. <laughs> <laughs> I said that thing about John uh, on the on the show. Yeah. Like John sent dick pics, uh, <laughs> and I real and I talked about a musician. Yeah. And 
I know there are at least three musicians named John that listen to this show, and I've got responses from two of them. Did they get mad? <laughs> no. <laughs> the only other, the only one I haven't had a response from is John Morgan, but I'm not sure he always listens. He might only listen when he's on the show, it, perhaps, because he is an egotistical son of a bitch. <laughs> Massive ego. Always. <laughs> nah, I know, dude. Complete opposite, actually. Oh God, he's wearing the fucking Zorro mask. I know this is so bad. I want to find right, Brian Adams right now and fist fight him. <laughs> You wanted to high-five him after the first couple songs. Yeah, now I want to punch him. I, some sense needed to be knocked into him, and, well, there's some hot ladies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll tell you hey. that, You know what's awesome? Depp. Speaking of uh, 80s songs, I'm trying to think. Short-term memory's gone. Smoked way too much pot. Um, Wicked Game, Chris Isaac. Which great a, song. A great song. They're using it in the new, Game, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I want to know whose version that is. I don't. Is it a girl singing? It sounds like it. It might be Florence of the Machine. Because they did a, a song earlier and it sounded kind of like them. Okay, I got to get rid of this song. Yeah, please do. Post haste. <laughs> uh, let me find another Brian. Let's find Ryan Adams doing. Yeah, Ryan Adams doing Ryan, Ryan Adams. Adams Summer. <laughs> It'll be a live version and it won't sound very good, but it'll be on there. That's really cool. I like that. He, he used to get mad about it. Really? People at his concerts would scream, Play Summer 69. He didn't have a sense of humor about himself early in his uh, career. Not at all. Until Reese last few years. That's, but that's nuts. Why, why wouldn't you. I, see, I can say that, but, but and this is no saying this with no hyperbole or whatever. Before I met you guys, I took myself very seriously. Now I do not at all. There's no reason to take yourself seriously because nobody else does. No, they don't give a shit. You got to realize, sir, eventually, nobody gives a fuck about you. Well, <laughs> the only people that do are your not just you, but like well, me, yeah, yeah. As a whole, I know what you mean. As a whole, like nobody cares about. There's me. a passing thing, like if they see you or whatever, they're like, "Wow, well, that." Hey. And, and, but then I'm back to me. Hey, this fella, is my, this is my life. When yeah. you die, I will pretend to care and I will post sadness on my Facebook wall about it. But other than that, I could really give a fuck if you live. And there's, yeah, and there's a few people in your life that once they're gone, it would destroy your life. But the average rank and file person is not one of those people. So. Honestly, I don't know that I have that person. Family. Hmm. For a couple weeks, I get fucked up. I don't. I don't miss people, dude. It's weird. I think I'm a sociopath, but like the good kind that doesn't hurt people, <laughs> <laughs> like a scientist. Yeah. Like just look at all things as kind of like an experiment. We're gonna see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think that's what it is. Like maybe my mom. My mom will fuck me up for a month or two. Maybe whenever I kill her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now I think about. Uh, <laughs> That's one of the things I get worried about my grandma. Like she's, I worry about her too. She's old. I worry about her because she has to put up with you. Well, I mean, that's a thing. Hey. That is a thing. Bazinga! <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, slappy pappy. Wait, wait. <laughs> pow pow! Bring it! Bring it! <laughs> Comedian Vanilla Gorillo. <laughs> <laughs> Burt Kreischer said uh, he thought about doing a catchphrase when he first started. Who did comedy? Burt Kreischer. He he does like a couple shows on. Uh, the Travel Channel, mm-hmm. and um, he uh, he's he said he thought about doing a catchphrase. And it was pow pow, bring it, bring it. Every time he hit a <laughs> hit a punchline, and that's when I told him he could kiss my grits. Pow pow, bring it, bring it. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. It's like get her done because yeah. it was like hitting so pow, hard. Pow, like you might be a redneck <laughs> if uh, yeah, so here's your sign. Yeah. And like all these redneck guys had, maybe I'll be a redneck comedian. See, that's what I hate about that comedy is the fact that it. Dude, the average American is a fucking idiot. I mean, and, and entertaining them is so easy. Well, that's what I think George Carlin said. That think about the the um, intelligence of the average American, and then you realize half of them are stupider than that. <laughs> that's crazy. I know. It's that's, fucking that's goddamn really, Oh, it's, it's fucking terrible. Well, that's why we have the rise. And it's and Donald Trump is not a stupid man. No, he. But what he does is he just. He throws things against the wall, and if it gets a pop from the crowd, he's like, okay, we're going to keep doing that. We'll keep doing that, yeah. And, you know, if I get in front of a different crowd and something else pops, I'll just go completely back on what I said before. It doesn't matter. People don't care about a politician. They want to be entertained. Exactly. And that's that's why I don't think he'll be 
as terrible as everybody thinks because he doesn't believe any of the things that come out of his mouth, except for that he's great. He actually does believe he's great. But he's not, he's not, he won't be a good president. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, for one thing, he's. It depends on who he puts around him. Okay. Well, fair just enough. like anybody else. Fair enough. But I'm saying. And if he listens to When them. it comes to diplomacy and just take. He oh, did yeah, that thing be- and he did that thing in Scotland where he got an honorary degree um, from, from Aberdeen College. Yeah. And it was the most painful, horrendous thing to ever watch because he took it so not seriously. Like he was in the kilt walking around. Just like, <laughs> yeah, and wearing a fucking skirt. Yeah. That, he's but, a that's a fucking douche. That's him, though. I, think. I mean, it's a fucking douche. Well, you got to realize he's. Uh, He's white trash. He's yes, he really is. Like and he's, he's he's like I like he, he eats his steaks well done with ketchup. He he fucking uh, um, Frito pie, <laughs> tacos in a bag. He's cool Frito, with it. Frito pie is pretty. Good. I know it is. Good. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. He's just like taco in a bag is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know the taco in the bag. They put the taco meat in the little Frito bag. Absolutely, and the it's fucking delicious. Like, it's fucking What's incredible. What's not to like? Everything's to like about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I can get down with that almost. If there was eight days in a week, I would eat it seven. Yeah. <laughs> it's walking around. That'd be your thing. Hey, it's Taco to Bag Guy. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I'd cha- legally change my name to Taco and a Bag Guy. <laughs> no, uh, uh, oh, fuck. Where's the bell? Uh, you didn't say no, but. I'm really trying to break myself with that habit. Uh, I don't care. It's funny. Um,. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What were we saying? Oh shit! Something about average American and thinking about how the average intelligence and half of them are stupider than that. Yeah. Oh man, it was some parallel I was going to draw. Let me scratch my beard. <laughs> it's pretty scratchy. See how it was gray a, it is. Yeah, it's pretty gray. Yeah, yeah, I got that too. I was, I was going. But like, I can't even grow a real beard. If I could grow a real beard, I'd be so cool with it all being gray. Yeah, I don't care. Oh, that's cool. I mean, some women really like that. Yeah. And that's what we do everything but, for, uh, the women. Until they find out how big of an asshole I am. And like, <laughs> mm, you can keep your gray beard. Mm, gray I'll beard. find a nice guy with a flesh-colored beard, which is creepy, but he's a nice guy. <laughs> How'd you do that? First of all, it's interesting. How'd you get a flesh-colored beard? Did you make it out of Play-Doh? What's going on? Are, there's, you, are there's, you a Ken doll? I can't stand those. They're so fucking creepy to look at. <laughs> there's a guy on one of those reality shows who had one, and he was terrifying. Is he like a fucking uh, a bachelor, really, really blonde guy? Like a yes, creepy. Yeah, it was awful. You got to put some color in your beard if you're super blonde. Yeah, and you grow a beard. You got to do something. about His it. next door neighbor on Effort for Family has a flesh beard, yeah. and and that mullet and he's all muscular. He's <laughs> got a giant dick. <laughs> it's just everything bad that he could throw against Kevin Murphy is sitting right there. <laughs> Not Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, you cooked the shit out of it. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're, God, we've gone off on quite such a, a tangent here. Quite a few tangents. It's uh, we're playing Ryan, Ryan Adams. Hmm. I was thinking of the another '80s or not? It was Chris Isaac, of course. Yeah. That was a great song, though. I'm trying to find that wicked game. Well, plus, he had all the the hot lady. He was uh, yeah. He was and Chris Isaac. Well, you know what I loved about him? He took it so not seriously. It could be the weekend that did the Wicked Game Color cover. Whoever the, I think the weekend is a new band. Yeah, let's just play their version of it here real quick, and I'm sure there's a advertiser beforehand. Of course there is. Of course there is. We've only got what is it? The second. We've only got like two weeks till Game of Thrones time. Yeah, no. it's uh, gonna be nice. The uh, The Walking Dead is over tomorrow. Thank God. Fuck that. I've enjoyed. This I'm season. kidding. I, I'm not really. You, I, you haven't paid attention. To no, that. I'm not. I was just being contrarian because I know it's a good show. Is that it? Yes. Yes, it is. That's not. Are you sure? I don't love her no more. That's not it. That's not even. Look, just put Game of Thrones. Wicked game. I don't like whoever this weekend is. I like them. They have that song I can't feel my face with when I'm with you. Basically, it's a song about being all coked up. It's it's brave to step out, you know, from the wicked game of thrones. James Vincent McMorrow, hmm. nice uh, Scottish or Irish lad, probably Skyrish, Skyrish. Just call him a nice mix. Just call him a Celt. Do, or do uh, actual Irish people get mad that the Celtics call themselves the Celtics instead of the Celtics? 
Um, they've commented on it, but getting mad, no. They're they're a group that's extremely difficult to offend. I don't think they take themselves very seriously. They don't. Well, speaking, <laughs> we can talk about, we'll listen to a little bit of this, and then we'll talk about somebody who's Irish and very, very awesome and angry. Well, I wonder who that is. No one could save me but you. That's fucking awesome. I'm a sucker for strange what desire make uh, obscure covers of yeah. songs. My boss at work, he's officially a cool guy because we had well for one thing he played tool all day one day. Played it all day. Every album. I was you know because usually we have listen to this horrible, horrible new hip hop. It's awful. Unlistenable. And he said, I'm not listening to that shit today. I don't care if people like this. He put it on, he played it all day. But then he had an entire playlist that is nothing but covers of people doing famous people doing other people's covers. Yeah. You know, you know. There's, somebody's assembled a. Uh, you, you don't know much about uh, my morning jacket, but some, but Aaron has a. Uh, it's either CD or it's on his phone or something of them just doing shitloads of covers from live covers. Yeah. Well, also, Jim James did a bunch of uh, George Harrison songs when he died. Oh, really? Recorded them on a four track. That's but, cool. Um, they just like they do Tyrone by mm-hmm. uh, what's her name uh, Erica Badu. Yeah. They do, they do a lot of women's songs. I like uh, Rage Against the Machine did an entire album full yeah. of covers, and they were all good. Uh, Tool did that. Too. Ghost Not of Tool, but Corn uh, Circle, Perfect Circle, Perfect Circle, too. which is basically just Tool all over. Well, again. I mean, it sound, but they're the only guy, same guy as Maynard. The yeah. rest of them are different. I I loved uh, like when their first album came out, Murder Noms came out. It was a fucking great album. Yeah, it had a bunch of good songs on it. Um, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel that Skyrish pain. Yeah. Well, they're very, mel- it's very melancholy. Well, yeah. Group. That's, what's, everything's in minor chords in mm-hmm. Irish music. Like, uh, not everything, but like Appalachian music, you'll hear that fucking E minor a lot. Yeah. I do it myself. Yeah. And it all comes from Irish. That's what I love about Appalachian culture is that people don't even realize how influenced we are by Celtic. Well, have you ever Irish heard like culture? the fucking uh, Hazel Dickens? Mm-hmm. Uh, Doing those fucking protest songs and No shit. Oh dude I will find you some Hazel motherfucking Dickens She's from son. here She's from here maybe I don't really know But like she was in the Harlan County War documentary Oh really Um, I'm sure there was uh, What's that about? Um, The Cold War there and uh, The Union Versus the companies in Harlan, T- uh, Kentucky I never dreamed There's so many like I was telling my friend from Philadelphia who doesn't understand, you know, I think that, and I think outsiders that come in don't understand how bloody and war-torn this part of the country is. Oh, yeah, they don't get it. They, like, I was telling people just in Ohio, and they're next door, and I was telling my boss, he had never seen Mate One, and we got into a huge argument, and they said, well, we don't think labor unions are good for anything. And I said, well, uh, let me give you a a rundown of West Virginia before labor unions, yeah, and then let me show you, and let me illustrate why they're so necessary. He's from Pennsylvania? You know, he's from Ohio. Oh, they, they have, they had coal companies. They had coal towns. Uh, S- south, but this was north, yeah. and they don't give a shit other than what's 100 miles around them. So uh, The guys I was with uh, the Grimlin hunting thing last week, they were all from Pennsylvania. Except for a few, mm-hmm. and they didn't understand why everybody in West Virginia wasn't rich because of, of all the the resources. I said, "Well, I mean, none of the wealth ever stayed here, right? And anybody that did get rich left. And um, the coal companies had the 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 towns, the coal towns that they owned, and they paid you in script, and you had to go to the company store, and that was it. It was nothing. Off you were slaves. There was, there was no overhead. There was no fucking overhead yeah. for that. You owned the people. Yeah." It was indentured servitude. They didn't. They they're like, wow. I said, yeah, you can, you can still drive around and look at old coal towns, and it's very much the same. Some of the buildings are still used. Yeah, like the old company store. I don't know how many towns where you go through the town, you're like, that's company store. Yeah, like you M- can just Mullins Grocery. Yes, in, absolutely. In Dixie. Yes, it, it might not be, but it might not have been an old company store. But that's sort of the way it, it's set up in Boone County. Like, oh uh, God, yeah, Boone County, Mingo, places mm-hmm. like that. It's it's like still like that. Yeah, it's you can still see it, and you still feel it. Oh yeah, it's a very everything's really close to the road. Yeah, there's no really no yard for the families or anything. Right, everything's really close to the road, and every all the houses pretty much look the same. Yeah, they've been beat down and weathered and shit. It's an eerie, eerie feeling. They they didn't understand it. 
Well, I, I think that's why we, like it says in the Matrix, we're defined by our misery. That's why I think so many so many people from the outside find West Virginia so fascinating because it's such a miserable fucking place. And <laughs> yeah, they even made you know. Uh, have you watched the Hunger Games? Yeah, where she's from is West Virginia. That's all it is. Yeah, uh, I, want, I haven't seen the last one. I, I really enjoyed those movies. I know they're they're for good. Teenage girls. They're good. Uh, the books were good too. Anything that uh, Jennifer uh, Lawrence is in, I'm. One hundred percent. Yeah, she could be reading a fucking phone book. I would yeah. watch it. Here's some Hazel Dickens. Well, no, I don't want to play that one. You do all this research on the perfect. I want to car- play this one. Cunt. You can tell them in the country, tell them in the. That's town. on mate one. The yes. miners down in Mingle, their shovels down. We won't pull another pill another time. It is a very we'll Irish feel to the music, isn't it? Union we have won. Stand up, boys, let the bosses know. Turn your buckets over, turn your lanterns low. There's fire in her hearts and, and fire, fire in her soul, but there ain't gonna be no fire in the hole. See, that is Irish. That it really is. That's, that's what I, That's that's why I can. You know, it's like I don't understand people who love Notre Dame. They say it's because they're Irish. I was like, Notre Dame's a French word. Not only that, but just because you slap a name on something doesn't make it it, you know. Yeah. And they're like, you're, you're, and everybody knows. I mean, of course, you guys call me Chucky Tater Sacks. I make it no secret because I'm proud of my Irish heritage. Yeah. But I despise Notre Dame. And I'm a diehard WVU fan. They asked me why. And I said, because I'm an Irish West Virginia kid. I was like, that is a select group, you know, that's part of my identity. Mm-hmm. I'm not from Ireland. I don't know anything about the place other than what I've read. And I've never been there. I'm a West Virginia Irish kid, you know, and that's a different thing altogether. Well, uh, apparently Ireland looks a lot like West Virginia. Yes, it does. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why they settled here, because it was so felt so much like home, and because this was a place where a lot of them ran, where the English wouldn't come to find them. You know, I would guarantee that there are so, uh, so many percentage of West Virginia Irish families who are escaped indentured servants, which are just slaves. That's all they were. Yeah, and. Um, and also it's a place that the Native Americans didn't really have a lot of presence in. It's odd. West Virginia is such an odd place. It's so, so isolated. Yeah, it is very there is weird. no Native American tribe native to West Virginia. Not one. And, you know, the Ohio tribes would come through it and the Kentucky tribes, well, there's no Kentucky tribes either. Cause that's the hunting ground. Like they all shared it and they said, oh, they had common ground. Yeah. That was cool. Well, it was so fertile and they came to an agreement like the confederations and all that stuff said, well, you know, we can all go in and take game, but we can't build any settlements there because that's just not fair. See that people government agreement. (laughs) That's actually anarchy. It is, but it's anarchy. You know, anarchy, people think it's just uh, smashing in buildings and taking all you want, all that shit. No, No. it's codes, codes of conduct without government. It's people policing themselves. Yes. Now, but but, uh, the human nature is, uh, some people want power. So it, it really, it can't work with white people. <laughs> no, it can't. Extremely violent and contentious. It's like Bill Burr was talking about, said uh, on, uh, oh, fuck. He was talking about he wanted to get a gun when the zombies come. And he said, if LA collapses, he's just like, he's like, so I start reading on that stuff. Get a windmill, plant some, plant some soy. He says, but oh, yeah, it's all well and good. But if you don't have a gun and you can't fight, all you're doing is collect stuff for the strongest guy on the block. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with the new government? He picks me up and starts shaking the gold coins out of my pockets. <laughs> That's what anarchy is. But the Native Americans knew that. And I'm sure there were instances of bullies and and because they're people like anything else. But their codes of conduct were so strict. Um, I think what, the name of that documentary, just so everybody knows, is Harlan County, USA. Yeah, I need to see from that. From 76. It's on YouTube in full. Um, yeah, it's really good. Really, really good. And Hazel Dickens is in it. And it's it's just like West Virginia, really. West Virginia is, you know, I've read a lot of There is another one called Harlan County War, too. Harlan County War. Well, they need to really make a movie. Like, there was one. In Pennsylvania, they had a large percentage of uh, of green Irish. Yeah. And um, they actually held together a secret society called the Molly Maguires. Yeah. And they were blowing up mines because, the, because they refused to play by the company's rules. 
So they sent. Have you seen that movie? It's Sean Connery and Ed, and uh, Richard Harris. I believe so. It's really good. And at the end, they send him in to infiltrate him. And Richard Harris is an Irish American, or at least a, a cop, an Irish cop in the employ of the company. And um, he infiltrates their group, and he's actually from pretty much the same area of Ireland that Sean Connery is from. What odd, considering you know, but. That is one thing. We were talking about Skyrish or whatever. The Scots and the Irish are one racial group. Like, mm-hmm. they are related. So there, a lot of their culture and their practices are the same. Same with the Welsh. The Welsh are, are Celts, too. Um, and also the Britons. The, the, the Briton tribe are, are somewhat Celtic in nature in some things. They painted their faces blue. They all took that stuff from the Picts, which, are, which were wiped out or bred out. Like... When the Romans came, there was a group in Scotland. I don't know if they were in Ireland, too, but they were called the Picts, P-I-C-T-S. And they were small, dark-headed, fucking lunatics. They would come out painted blue like, and oh, shave their heads and yeah. file their teeth. And yeah, yeah. Terrifying. You know, the Romans, who were a bunch of good Italian boys from fucking the Mediterranean, <laughs> where it's never even really cold, you know, they get to this terrifying, bleak, freezing place, and... They're getting off the ship, and there's all these little dark-headed people who are still formidable. You know, they're still muscular. They're warriors, naked, painted blue, screaming at them, ready to fight. The Romans got right back on the fucking ship and left. They said, we're not going to that fucking place. Those people are crazy. That's why they built Hadrian's Wall, <laughs> because they were terrified of the Picts. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, your history of the Celts for today. <laughs> uh, here's a... Um, I don't know if you've ever watched Justified. You probably watched some. I know some. It's Frampton's one of Frampton's favorite mm-hmm. shows. It's one of my favorite shows. It's one of the best shows of all time. But every season they would end with somebody doing a version of "You'll Never Leave Harlan Alive." Yeah, Brad Paisley did the first one. Uh, somebody else. Did He's the awesome, one. dude. I love Brad Paisley. Um, this is a. Uh, I think this is my favorite version of it. Daryl Scott did it. Jimmy's gotten used. And of to course, the there's <laughs> a forty-five minute ad in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube's getting you back. Uh, You've skipped all those ads, you asshole. You got to watch this one. Sons of bitches. I hate them. I hate them so much. Okay, here it is. I think this is my favorite version of it. In the deep, dark hills of eastern Kentucky. I like it already. That's the place where I trace my bloodline. And it's there I read on a hill It's even got that Irish lilt where they work their voice, you know. You'll never leave Harlan alive. It's pretty badass. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> you hear that minor chord? Yeah. Well, my granddad I fucking love this song. Yeah. Down Catarines Mountain And he asked Tilly Hilton his bride. This is a version of Patty Loveless. Patty Loveless is Patty a bad Loveless bitch, doesn't? Yeah, she's a bad bitch. So it's always the same song, but played by somebody else. Yeah, it's Kathy Matea. I want to hear a version. Kathy Matea, I like her. Cross Lanes Girl. In the deep dark. Her voice is too clean for it, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's the place where I want to hear Patty Lovelace's version now. She's got a good voice, though. She does have a good voice, but it's so—it's almost James Taylor-esque. You know, James Taylor like could never could never be like a, a real rock no, rock singer, never. but because he just sounded so fucking precious. It's Sweet Baby James. Yeah. <laughs> There's Patty. Oh, Patty. Oh, Patty. <laughs> like the banjo. That's cool. Does she play? I'm not sure, but she's ever since uh, she's dropped out of the main spotlight, she's been doing a lot of bl- bluegrass type stuff. Bluegrass is amazing. It's a lot of fun. It is so In much the fun. Deep, dark That's some pipes right there. Yeah, she's got some fucking <laughs> Kentucky. Baxter likes it too. Oh, Baxter. That's the place where I traced my bloodline. Ooh. And it's there Hers is a little bit more hopeful Like it's got an, it, it does have a little bit more of a hopeful Yeah That's one of the greatest things though You can take a song Yeah anybody's perception can change something so completely 
like uh, Sturgill with uh, In Bloom. Oh, God damn. I love the original song, but I think I like his version probably maybe a little bit better. Well, it's just a different feel. Yeah. His is way more hopeful mm-hmm. than the yeah, Nirvana version. Well, he was with Courtney Love. How much hope can you actually have? Yeah. Was he with Courtney Love when that one? I think, he, yeah. yeah, yeah I think, I'm sure it was. They were together. Like, she, she was no dummy. She... Here's Paisley. I'm just going to go through all the different That's versions. good. In the deep, dark He's got a great voice, too. He's a just great musician. I can't wait till he falls That's off. The place and then starts doing, starts doing his, stuff. The stuff that he want, yeah. probably really wants to do. Yeah. I would like to see him and, and Sturgill do something together. That would be fucking badass. I bet they... Well, I mean... Uh, Jason Isabel... Chris Stapleton, who I heard some of this week. I've never really listened to him this week. He's mm-hmm. got some great songs. Is that the guy that was on TV with yeah, the beard and the? He's uh, he's like the guy they trotted out to be the the. Country. He's gonna save country music. Yeah, guy. yeah. He's not. He in a couple of years, it's gonna fall apart just like it did with Jamie Johnson. Oh, he was, Jamie, supposed, he was supposed. Jamie to be the Johnson guy? was supposed to be the guy to save country music. So was, was uh, Zach Brown. Yeah, well, Zach Brown still, but he does the party stupid songs too. Yeah, that's what I mean. But he was. At, at first, there was a, such an independent feel about it. You know, he wore the... And I know, how, goofy as it sounds, he had the beard, he wore the stocking cap. Yeah. He was almost like a hippie-type country guy. He is a hippie-type country Yeah, guy. and then he just, you know... About 10 in the morning, then the sun goes... So good. Oh, it's... About 3 in the day... He had, his music has a sound. That's one, one thing a lot of people like, is a sound. Floor Georgia Line, no sound. They just get up there and sing a bunch of dumb shit. Yeah, I was uh, t- this week. I was riding around. We were doing some gremlin hunting training, and um, uh, some Florida Georgia line was on the radio, and I'd never heard it before. Well, you have I to play it. About, it terrifies the gremlins. Well, I guess. Yeah, I heard it. Everybody. It was. Uh, I think it was something about a song, and I was I looked over at the guy that was uh, training with me. I was like, "Is this that?" Florida Georgia line that I've been hearing so much about. He's like, yes, yeah, I cannot stand this. This needs you need to change this right now. You need to get this out of my ears. So I, please I toothed, get this out of my ears. I toothed up to his uh, to his truck. Yeah, I played him some Wheeler Walker Jr. Wheeler Walker Jr. is pretty good. <laughs> I played him some Wheeler and he uh, he liked it. I think that anybody who has an ear for music. Uh, I, was, I played Sturgill last night over the loudspeaker, and my friend Cecil is a—he's a black dude from uh, f- from the Bronx. And um, there you go again, bragging about black dudes. No, I'm just saying. His, Did you take it all? <laughs> <laughs> he. Uh, no, he's a he's a he's a music guy. Like he sings. He's extremely talented. Great guy, and um, loves all kinds of music. But he said he didn't like country. I said, I'm going to change your uh, mind with that. So I said, I want you to hear a Sturgill song. So I went in there and played it. Which one did you? Uh, Living the Dream. Of course. Great song. And I, I thought Turtles All the Way Down, but I thought that was kind of soft to get him into it. Well, that's like, not even, that That song's a psychedelic song. From yeah. The yeah, yeah. 70s <laughs> that, he, that he just happened to write in 2014. Oh, I love it though. But uh, he was jamming too. He said, he's like, this has a Johnny Cash type feel. I was like, yeah, it does. I was like. Johnny Cash, uh, Waylon. The, the outlaw, the, the outlaw you yeah. know, where it's, you know, I respect that. I, I don't, I don't go along with anything that I think that people are forced into a style because it's, because it's not them. Well, uh, a lot of people were worried when Sturgill signed, he signed to a major label and a lot of people were like, oh no, they're going to ruin him. Not from what I've heard so far. Yeah. Because <laughs> the first two songs I've heard off the new album, they're pretty true to what he's, I think he's, he's unruinable. He's, he just won't let it happen. Yeah. He's. He the first two albums he made Stur- Turtles All the Way Down, he funded himself just by touring from the album before that. Yeah, and the album before that he funded by touring uh, from the album before or uh, from his old band touring. I've read, but a lot of Ray LaMontagne was doing that. He yeah. was he would just put out an that album. Dude's got some pipes, dude. He's fucking amazing. Trouble, 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 trouble. If people haven't heard that, uh, um, shit. My fa- the, you know where I heard him first, and this is how I know Ben Affleck is actually cool. On the town, they played Jolene at the end. Oh, his version of Jolene? Yes. Yeah. And it's, uh, dude, that song is fucking amazing. He's, and he's, you know what's odd about 
Raylan Montaigne. He's got a country feel, but he's also got such a uh, Van Morrison feel. Yeah. And Van Morrison, I was playing a, a few of his songs. What a miracle. He's just... Yeah, that dude's ridiculous. The Mad Irishman is he's one of the finest musicians. Is somebody backing up a truck or something. I think they are. It's it's your gremlin stocking supplies. Oh, I know what it is. Put those anywhere. I know what it is. It's my uh it's the it's the oven. Oh, it's the pork. Kick it kicking off. I think yeah. you start it. Just to keep it warm. It's been on for twelve hours. There we go. I'll be right back. Enjoy the sounds of Ray LaMontagne. Who's the gray-haired guy that ended up winning? Uh, uh, <laughs> Taylor uh, Taylor Hicks. Taylor Hicks. Yeah, and he could sing. Yeah, he was he, great. Soul Patrol. <laughs> I think that was the last time I watched. But that show is. So, I liked him though. Yeah, I liked. You know who I didn't like? Let's go through the people we didn't like on American well, Idol. Nobody that ever won American Idol besides Kelly Clarkson made was successful. Made any sort of an impact. No, um, Carrie Underwood won it. Oh, yes, she did. Two. Yeah. We got two. Yeah. Two out of 14, 15? Oh, God. Anybody remember anything Ruben Stutter did lately? He could sing. He's great. Um, but again, what is that? It's my This thing. Oh. I don't know. Let's go through them. There was Kelly Clarkson. She's great. I love great. Kelly She's Clarkson. Awesome. Um, Built like a brick shithouse. Oh, Jesus Christ. Big, thick, old, pretty girl. Um <sighs> Justin Warini, who was in the first season with her, he was talented. He I was think he really does, like, talented. Broadway, maybe. Yeah, and he was a nice kid, and he had it. You know, he's handsome. They did and that great movie from Justin <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> it was so bad. Like Roger was commenting on it. Said he said the he said the studio heads kept the movie away from him. <laughs> he's like, that's not a good selling point. He's like, I'm gonna give it an honest assessment. I really will. And if you think it's that bad that I can't see it, it must be that bad. And he and he finally got a hold of it. He said, it is that. It bad. is garbage. <laughs> it's complete shit. Um, uh, I don't. Who else? Uh, I can't. Th- that Fantasia chick. She but, she had some pipes, but yeah, she had maybe a couple hits. But she wasn't the best girl on that season. There's an- another girl. Who was another black girl? Who was her voice was beautiful. She was so good, and she got voted off. That's how I know Americans are dumb fucks because they voted off. They voted off the people with the most talent. The one in the Dreamgirls, she yes. didn't win. No, Jennifer Hudson did not she win. Didn't win. Uh, then, well, they had this. There was a site, and they might still do it called VoteForTheWorst.com. Any yeah. kind of competition show, they would try to get people to vote for the worst uh, to keep on. Like, remember Sanjaya? Yeah, yeah. Just on purpose, they yeah. Isn't that the one that Paul Abdul fucked? I don't know if Paul Abdul fucked him, but she fucked somebody on that show. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that's him. I don't think it was Sanjaya. Sanjaya was obviously a gay boy, but she fucked one of them. It was probably a few of them. Yeah, she probably fucked a few of them. Yeah, I mean she's and why not? That's not a shaming thing. It's just truth. Yeah. Fuck who you want? She's a hot. Cougar. She if uh, if Paul Abdul wanted to have sex with me, I would say absolutely, Paul Abdul. And then I'd play all of her '90s songs while I, I was will fucking rush, her. rush <laughs> to have sex with you, Paula Abdul. Straight up, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to fuck you. Um, opposites do attract. We are nothing alike. <laughs> no, I will not marry you. Uh, I can't think of any other Paula Abdul songs. <laughs> she wrote that song to. Uh, you know what's creepy about that song? She wrote it to uh, Emilio Estevez. She Will was like, mar- Emilio! Will you marry me? Like, <laughs> Paula, you're a fucking hot, hot fucking woman. Why beg this guy to marry you? This fucking JV player who's not fucking... Emilio Estevez, sir, was in the Brat Pack. <laughs> I think you need to reassess. This was, this was during his not-so-good years when there were lots of movies that ry- rhymed with... Flighty fucks. <laughs> I think Flighty fucks too was amazing. 
It had Keenan in it. It's so fucking bad. Without that, we might have not have what up with that from Santa Love. <laughs> He's funny. He is funny. He is really funny. Especially, I like his Charles Barkley. Especially Bar- for a black. Well, his Charles Barkley <laughs> impression is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> and then they had that thing where Will Ferrell was playing the the guy who had a show based around him named Chuck, and he couldn't stop he couldn't stop watching it. Like like on the screen. Look at him go. <laughs> it's like Charles were trying to do commentary here for the show. It was Bill <laughs> H- it was, of course Bill Hader on there with him. Oh, god damn it. Um here, here's once again, we've talked about the uh world's greatest new country singer. But I'll just play some more of his stuff. Some some Wheeler Walker Jr. That's good. That's honky tonkin. You hear that in the honky tonk? Your your boots are gonna start scooting. <laughs> by birth and southern by the grace of God means that everything I do, I do it right. <laughs> New York and California, you can go and have your fun, but down here I got a list of what I like. Eating tater tots and pussy sucking mountain doing tit. Kick my grandpa in his nutsack and I suck my boss's dick. <laughs> They do all that stuff too. That's what's great about it. Yeah, it's just this is a real slice of Americana. <laughs> <laughs> That's some real country fucking music. Though. It is. That's country goddamn music. It is. People think we're crazy, man. They think we're all insane. Take a visit, and I swear you'll never leave. You can stay at Grandma's house. She'll cook you up some country ham, and after dinner you can nibble on her beef. <laughs> Meet a bitty at the swap meet, then I fuck her for a bit. Shove a dildo up my asshole just to see if it can fit. Buy a bunch of new magazines, the ones that show the clips. Then I tug my brother's butt, I love their redneck shit. <laughs> I tug my brother's butt. <laughs> redneck shit. Oh, man. It, so what's good. his real name? It's uh, Ben Hoffman from The Ben Show on Comedy Central. It only got one season. It was good. Yeah. It was as good as um, Nathan for You. Nathan for You is the one where he does the, uh, tries to help businesses. Oh, okay. Like he invented yeah, the, the yeah. poo flavored ice cream. And he's so fucking terrible. Dumb Starbucks yeah. and stuff. But they, they came out the same year. But uh, his didn't last because he would like film conversations with his therapist and with his dad. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was good. And then it just Sounds didn't like work. Tom Green. Yeah. It, had, Tom Green had some good. He bits. didn't do ridiculous things like that, but everything. But he had like sketches too. Yeah, and that's where Wheeler Walker Jr. came from. One of his sketches, he he was a country singer and he was uh, doing the song uh, "Eating Pussy and Kicking Ass." <laughs> that's where that what whole the, thing came from. <laughs> what the fuck was uh, Tom Green? Was the funniest thing he ever did? Wheeler Walker was where he took his. Parents' car and made and it the the the, the slut the mobile, whole, the slut mobile. Yeah, and his dad, and dad was, was so mad. His dad was at the bus stop because he wasn't going to drive, and he yeah. drove up to the bus. Dad, don't you want to <laughs> drive your car? Tom, don't you want to drive the slut mobile? And they called the cops, like they were on the phone. <laughs> Tom, we're calling the police. <laughs> he was at the bus stop with all the people riding the bus, and he just drives. Dad, up. you like sluts? <laughs> <laughs> Mom's a slut. He really did all that stuff. Oh, that was all real. God. And then uh, the the jackass guys started, or it was Bam Margera fucking with his own dad, right? Yeah, they kind of stole the with uh, Phil. Is his Phil dad? was his yeah. dad? Yeah, his dad's a big old fucking dude. Yeah, I think he's dead now. Is he? I think he died. It's, no, or was it Don Vito? It's Don Vito that died. Yeah, well, that Phil's guy, still alive. That guy was just a hair from it at all times. <laughs> Here's a Wheeler talking to talking to Wheeler Walker Jr. Here, before I get started, I want to ask you a question. You want to be one of them mindless sheep? Listen to 
Florida Georgia line while you fuck your cousin? Or you want to use your own fucking brain? Because it's here. My debut album. <laughs> the greatest fucking country record of all time. I got it, man. LP, CD, MP3. Pre-order now on Amazon or iTunes. The album Nashville don't want you to hear. It's true. Yeah. The Wax is going to make everything they all, they built. It's going to make it all fucking crumble, man. And I want to be clear on one thing right here. I got one goal with this record, and that's to bring back real country music to the United States of America. I should have two goals. Second goal, I want to titty fuck Adele. Can you imagine? <laughs> fucking Grammy in each hand. <laughs> <laughs> First goal, bring you back know she's seen that, <laughs> probably. The U.S. of A. Second goal, titty fuck Adele. I'd Who wouldn't want like a titty to fuck Adele? From behind, we'll talk about that later. She's got some yabos. Anyway, pre-order now. Don't be a fucking sheep. <laughs> I don't want to yell at you, but this is a, you got to buy this. <laughs> it's completely improvised. You got to buy this. Junior. Out. <laughs> oh God, I love it. Oh, let's uh, let's. Call this an end to the episode of the Fun Employment Files if you want. Let's do that. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go out on one of my songs. We were talking about all the Appalachian shit. I got a song called Dixie West Virginia that is right up that alley. Me and John Morgan recorded it for the greatest album that I have ever appeared on. Okay, there's been two. So yeah, mine's better than the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's called Dixie West Virginia. John did most of the work that made it sound good. God damn it. All right. And uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, tell all your friends. Tell your mother, sisters, brothers. And uh, go uh, go and uh, righteously fuck yourselves. Bye. Say bye, jo- uh, Chucky. Goodbye.
Can't bring. 